Hello, my name's Belle, and you're listening to the Philosopher Sales Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the love of money. Specifically, what to do if you aren't making enough money, or you feel like you don't have any joy in the pursuit of a higher income, or when you do get money, you can only feel stress about spending it, thinking about the bills you have to pay, maybe having a lot of guilt for spending it on yourself, just generally not enjoying the process or having so much stress and frustration that there's no room for joy or love. So I want to start with telling you the story of how I lost my love for money. It goes pretty far back. So when I was really little, probably, it's a story that my eldest brother told me, so I don't remember it myself, but I was told that when I was about two years old, I, I really loved playing with money. Like, uh, you know, I would take some dollar bills and, I don't even know, but play pretend maybe <laughs> with it, um, and one time I'm, I must have found a, a large sum of money. Like somebody was getting ready to pay a bill and I got a hold of it and I got excited and took it uh, up to my bedroom and hid under my bed <laughs> to play with it and so I had all this money under my bed I don't know what I was doing but um, yeah my brother told me that there is a there's a lot of stress in the household at that time it was kind of when everything was starting to break down in my family and um, money was very tight and my mom who was about to use that money to pay a big bill she started just freaking out she was having a panic attack a breakdown whatever you want to call it and um she started getting very upset and um and so the story goes that it was my dad who came home and he knew right away that I like to take money and play with it, so he came and found it and everything was alright, but um, I sort of credit that experience with probably being one of my first times of being really like ashamed of of taking money and for that love of money, like that, um, you know, saying that it's like how much pain or chaos I caused by doing that. and. Um, I wasn't the only time. I think it continued later in my life. Like, I don't know why, but I, I just liked having money. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, I didn't have anything to spend it on, but I kind of just enjoyed that process of having it and holding it. And um, I remember lots of different times here and there of um, being scolded for it. You know, not not really being allowed to have my own funds or allowed to have my own collection. It was always like, you shouldn't have that, you know, maybe you're too young for that. It's like, what are you doing with that? So, that yeah, that's my story. That's how I lost my, the sort of pure and uncontaminated enjoyment and appreciation for money. Like, I, you know, not even really understanding its use or really probably much or anything about it. Just um, appreciation to what it felt like to have that, to knowing that or this like kind of mysterious curiosity of like wow 
money is so valuable, but it's just these like little sheets of paper and the more that you have, the more that you can get with it. And yeah, and somehow that appreciation kind of got drowned out in this like repeated message that um, being drawn to it or having it or wanting to like keep it for yourself is really bad and shameful. You know that like it makes you greedy like there wasn't really any in anybody that kind of helped me make sense and kind of like manage this like this like desire to make money you know it's like you, you definitely need to sort of temp temper it to to um refine you know to understand like what's right and wrong like oh you know you shouldn't go around and be taking money that you find when you're little I mean that's just natural for a little kid they want to take things and you know get into stuff but somebody to teach you that it's like okay there's a right way to get money and there there are wrong ways to get money but money in itself it's not bad like that's that's good you want you want to have money like that's wonderful that's going to support you through your entire life that like ability to enjoy it and appreciate it and have fun with it and uh, it took me a long long time before I could um, really have money again, like, love having it, or appreciate having it, or, or not just reject it subconsciously. I, um, I had this just real serious poverty mind state for years and years and years. You know, if I, if I didn't need money, like, when I was younger, I just, I just saved it all. I really didn't, it was, it was very rare that I would spend it on myself, and, you know, later on I had trouble even spending on necessities. So I could I could make it but only when I didn't really need it. And um there seemed to be I had this trigger for when money was short. I suddenly like had like a, a lot of terrifying feelings like if I didn't need money you know I, I could enjoy the process of like you know working a part-time job my first job uh, was face painting at the, the zoo and so I really just kind of had fun with that and and I would just save all of my money but um but later on when you know I was paying I was paying for my own bills um, if I got into a place where money was starting to get short, I would just, it would just terrify me. Like I would, I would almost have like panic attacks, you know, I struggled so much. And a lot of times that would, um, lead me to just rejecting money entirely. And I would all of a sudden like try to put myself into a position or a circumstance where I wouldn't have to be responsible and I wouldn't have to deal with money. And that, um, you know, that really kind of bit me in the ass or like got me along the way, like it put me in difficult circumstances because I, I wasn't, um, I wasn't like keeping a consistent job. I wasn't learning consistent ways to like handle money and stress. But, um, you know, deep down, I, I always knew that I needed it and I wanted more of it too. Yeah, there, there's always that that longing for something better, or a better lifestyle, and that sense of pride and confidence of 
being able to support yourself and, and not being afraid of what you're gonna do if something happens or what you're gonna do down the road. So eventually I, I did lose the support of my family and there, there weren't people anymore around me who could help me. You know, I was getting to that age, getting out of my teenage years and um, less and less I had were there resources available. I didn't have that safety net. And so I, I couldn't rely on others and I, I really had to just face my problems with money and that kind of led me to remembering this remembering my past and the story that my brother would tell me about you know being have my mom freak out and about money and I just started to put those pieces together and sort of identify that with this like sense of like just this really deep pain I had that like came kept coming up around money and, um, you know, money, how money was always, like, a central problem in my family. And there's just this really intense feeling of helplessness, hopelessness, and shame around having it or needing it. And, uh, and also there was definitely a, a fair amount of getting abused for having needs. But that's a whole other story. So, yeah, that, that all gives you the message that... I don't know, that obtaining the means to satisfy those needs or obtaining the means to to take care of yourself, even at a basic level, that it's like, it's shameful or that you shouldn't need it. And even, I mean, that doesn't even let you get to the point where the desire to just make more, just to have fun with it, to enjoy yourself just because you want to, you know, it's, it's hard to get past those messages and feel really good about it to feel really good about money yeah so I finally got to a point where there wasn't a single person left who could help support me financially and um, I was the, the youngest child so I kind of I probably had the longest um, window of being taken care of or having that those resources available to me um and for a while my my partner he he kind of had this like was raised with this old school mentality of you know taking care of like um it's just natural to take care of your partner and um for a bit I I got to just kind of take care of the house and sort of work on myself but um it, it reached a point where that wasn't possible anymore my partner couldn't support me and um there I had this crushing feeling when I I started to worry about not being able to feed my cat that was like the worst (laughs) that was the worst feeling ever like to have him hungry and just kind of wait in and and I would and he was an out indoor outdoor cat and he he used to be a stray and so I'd always be afraid that's like oh if I don't have food from here like is he gonna start to go back to other houses that used to feed him or is he gonna start to you know wander away and um 
it's just really sad it made me really sad and uh so that became my my like my priority it's like okay I, d- I need to like at least make enough to make sure that my cat is gonna be able to eat and um yeah and then eventually that evolved into realizing that I need to prioritize myself as well because I need to have the energy to be able to go get those the groceries or go get the cat food and so I could keep doing stuff you know like it was a really difficult struggle of you know at first ignoring my needs and especially my need for food which was always like kind of a central problem growing up it was just like not really being validated for this like really basic need and um so it was just this slow gradual strength strengthening of myself you know I wanted to I had like a little tiny little family growing and um I wanted to be healthier you know it it was difficult to see my partner too to start to adopt my habits of ignoring hunger which was something that he had never done and he was he was like really trying to help me to get out of that habit because I had um like underweight issues and um yeah and so it was it really took took it to an outside perspective you know all of a sudden like I was like looking into this situation and maybe too like empathizing like seeing myself like I don't know it's just it's not a good it's not a good place to be in you know and eventually I realized that helplessness was kind of my way of avoiding money it was my like emotional escape of, a, of that responsibility or that um of the, those like really painful memories and um yeah I, I worked my way out of that helplessness just little by little because I, I really wanted more I had a lot of dreams you know I, I wanted to build a tree house really bad. I live in a tree house or I have like an art studio that's a tree house. And um, I had this vision of one day creating a, like an art center or like an art school that's uh, centered around a butterfly house and where like all the different departments are, are like hobbit houses, like these eco-friendly. Or, and it's, it's just this beautiful dream like that I would kind of fantasize, you know, oh, that would be so cool so nice and I had games me and my partner we would think of all these games that we wanted to make like I thought would be really cool and I had charities like I was really in love with um like the orangutan rescue missions and stuff and I just believed in it and I want to like be able to support those things you know I, I really I wasn't ready to give up and I'm still not ready to give up on on those dreams and you know money is needed to make all of that happen you know i could i could ask or beg for help from others try to get funding but really i i needed to just start the process of opening up my mind and my energy to accepting money again idea of being ashamed to have money or to make money comes from believing that if, if you have too much 
that others will have too little. And, you know, if, if you're a generous and helpful person, that, that's really not true. You know, if, if you can create value, then you can share it. Everybody can benefit from having money, from you having money. Especially yourself. And um, it's not attaining or spending money or loving money that's a problem. You know, it's all in how you use it. And I think that a lot of us, when we do have money, we forget to spend it in ways that makes us happy. You know, like knowing how to, to feel good about doing things for yourself and to kind of fuel that um, sense of enjoyment for money. You know, maybe you get stuck in that grind and all you can think about is, you know, paying these bills or taking care of other people. And I think that's kind of where I got before, before I really started making breakthroughs. You know, I didn't, I didn't know how to take care of myself. My life was, it was all about like just feeling really helpless or hopeless, not knowing where like money would, the next money would come from. And also just worried about other people. You know, I was worried about my cat and my partner. But it wasn't until I really started caring and worrying about myself. You know, like, like, am I eating enough? You know, like, what kind of nutritional deficiencies am I developing? Like, am I gonna be okay? Like, do I, do I feel like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I was lo- losing confidence because I, I wasn't, like, taking care of, like... I don't know, just things that make me feel good about me, you know, like having like decent clothes and and having things that I want or like needed or going out and doing things, you know, it's like if I wasn't taking care of these basic needs, then it's like, then I wasn't energized to be able to, to keep doing it, you know, to keep making more. And that's been like a hard lesson is that you need to, like, even if you have bills and you have other people who are relying on you, you need to take time and and like set aside some money to like take care of yourself you know like do things that energize you and refuel you because it's like if if you lose your love for money and if you lose that enjoyment of the process then you're gonna struggle to make more like it's just gonna snowball you know and so yeah there's there's lots of ways to make money and lots of ways to spend money and I think that it's all about finding that balance and finding like what good ways or like ethical ways are, are like, or for me, it's like how much heart I can put into it. I think that in a lot of ways it, it has to do with like the energy, you know, and like how you feel about it. Yeah. But that, that's, yep, that's about it for today. <laughs> yeah. I would say don't forget yourself (laughs) in your pursuit of money and um and don't forget to like you know it's okay to to think about new ways to make money like if if what you're doing right now doesn't feel good or if it's if it's taking more from you than it can give but it's it's okay to start finding a new plan you know like finding new avenues Alright, well thanks for listening. Okay, bye-bye.